This is Cubs Radio. Cubs Radio. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, May 25th. Welcome to the Knock'em Dead Comedy Radio Show, coming at you live from Governor's Comedy Club right here in Levittown, the legendary Governor's Comedy Club. It is the Knock'em Dead Comedy Radio Show, coming at you live from GovsRadio.com. GovsRadio.com, available on our website, social media, YouTube, and, of course, an app called BoxCast, which, if you're watching on your TV... You can use uh, your smart TVs, your Roku's, your Fire Six, your Apple TV. That's right. We on TV. That's right. On an app called BoxCast. The Knock of Dead Comedy Radio Show coming at you live from GovsRadio.com. Hope everybody's having a great weekend. Uh, happy Memorial Day. I, I don't know. I don't think that's the way 
I don't think. What do you? I, I mean, you, just say thank you. Just say it, because you're 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 wishing good wishes on the people by saying it. And you want to? We want to thank the veterans for all they do. So we're going to say Happy Memorial Day to them, because uh, we don't know what else to say. Uh, speaking of veterans, we have two veterans joining us today on that screen right there. Our good pal Andy Plajanos will be joining us uh, around 11.15. Uh, and then a veteran named Mike Kaplan, a uh, friend of ours, uh, he will be joining us on that screen. Uh, we're going to ask some questions about being a veteran. Hope everybody's having a great weekend. Uh, the weather is a little cloudy out there today on our neck of the woods, but yesterday was beautiful. <clears throat> uh, Saturday rained. But we hope you're. We still hope you're enjoying the weekend. It was a fun weekend at Gov's Radio. It was. It was, and it's a great, and it's a, an exciting time here on our neck of the woods, here on Long Island, because we've been given the green light. Well, a Wednesday. slight green light. Well, the green light to start. Phase one of New York's reopening phases. A, a very very pale <clears throat> pale green light. You're so negative. Take the blue off and wear black. <laughs> or just take the blue off. Uh, it, no, the, what'd you do? I didn't do anything. What did you do? I didn't do anything. You're... Leave me alone. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> uh, hello, Rich Rader. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Danielle. Hello, Carl. Hello, Jack. Hello, Tom. Hello, Jerry. Joan. Don. And forgive me if I miss anybody. Those are the only, those are the only names I see. Um, but yeah, here on Long Island, we've been given the green light to start reopening phases. So phase one is on Wednesday. Oh, Don Sill is watching. I know. All right, we'll get back to the reopening stuff. Congratulations, Don Sill. Don Sill, our pal Don Sill, family to me. Um, he is the proud pappy. Pappy. That's what the shirt said. <laughs> Pappy, established 2020. Hello, Felix. What is Pappy? Is that just like That's, another, is it a, uh, you know, <clears throat> is it a certain... Some people say grandpa, some people say Pappy. Yeah, but is it, you know, like is it an Italian? Is it, you know, because I remember our next door neighbors, uh, they were this, it was this really old couple, um, and and everyone called him Pappy. Like he was like I I mean he lived for like another fifty years, but I swear he was like seventy when <clears> I knew him. I I don't know what Tommy Michael McNulty is talking about. Hello, Matt. Um, Don is the uh, his daughter just had a baby on Thursday, Thursday or Friday, Friday, Friday. Uh, so Don is a grandfather. He's a forty-nine-year-old grandfather. Emma Jean. Emma Jean. Congratulations to Don. Congratulations to his daughter and her husband. Uh, everybody Who is healthy and well. birth during this time? Like, I wonder what the hospital was like for her. He said that it went really well, but I, yeah, you know. Yeah, and they rushed him right out so that nobody would catch anything. Ugh, that's Congratulations. Awful. Done. Bye. <laughs> no, they, they stayed. I think, I think they stayed overnight. But everybody was he- healthy and good, so yeah. it was all right. Yeah, Why true. does... Uh, what? Why does it... That. Why does it keep... I keep losing. Uh, well, I don't know why. Why haven't you apologized for yelling at me the first time about it? That's no, because you did. I it. wanted to know. No, you did it. Oh, it's your fault. Okay. Yeah. I'm losing my uh, brain. My my Facebook connection here, so I can yeah see there it goes again. Hmm. So I can keep tabs of comments that are coming in. Uh, I wonder if I have to do an update or something. <clears throat> so um, 
Yeah, so congratulations, Don. And speaking of Don, I can't believe you, what you did. What I did? You. Oh. You hit. I, I hit Joey Cola. You smacked Joey Cola. I'm so glad it was me that got to do it because. What the hell? Like, you'll eventually not be mad at me. But if someone else did it, you'd like ho- like hold a grudge for life. <clears throat> someone had to do it. If you saw Don's show on Saturday night, put up, shut up, and stand up, you saw footage of Sally hitting Joey Cola. You want to play that now? It's like sacrilegious, man. You don't hit Joey Cola. You want to play that now? You want to play that now? Yeah, you want to explain it a little bit or no? The Stuntman Challenge. I don't know why it's called that. I got yelled at by Sally in the way here. Why is it called that? They're not doing stunts. They're not jumping off a building. They're not riding a motorcycle over a bridge. What are they (laughs) doing? I said, Sally, I, think I didn't name it. we all know it didn't come out that way. I think we all know However, it did. However, the, the question was there. In a nice, polite, librarian way. You, you smacked me, just like Not you smacked Joey way. Cola. She's all confident <laughs> now that she hit Joey Cola. She thinks she can hit anybody. Yeah, now I feel like I could take on anyone. <clears throat> she smacked me while I was driving. Not the stuntman challenge, you asshole. <laughs> I simply inquired as to why it would be called a stuntman challenge because I think of a stuntman as like you know someone falling off a roof and landing on a you know. Well, did you see Tim mattress. Saliani rolling around? This That's is, a stunt. This is more of a, a fight challenge. Did so you see I, what you were doing? You, the way you were jumping all over cars? That, those were stunts. Well, I got hurt. People react differently when they get hurt. All right, you want to roll hit, this? Or who you hit like, you? Was it Nigel? No, who hit? Oh, no, Carla Okerson hit you with a wine bottle. Yeah, that's nice. That's fun. Well, if you got to be hit, you might as well get hit with a wine bottle, right? Yeah, roll the video. Okay. So this was on Don's show the other night. He put this all together, so it's really cool. All right, ready? Great intro.
I've never seen Joey Cola mad. <laughs> so Don has pointed out that oh, what? Hollywood stunt Hollywood stuntmen started the challenge. So that's why it's called the Stuntman Challenge. Well, that makes sense now. They you happy? See, now Don, she'll stop hitting me. Thank you, Don. Don can just answer the question simply without making a big deal about the question. <laughs> no question is stupid. Thank you, Don. <laughs> Felix says, Grandpa Susu. Grandpa Susu. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Congratulations, Don. He said everybody is doing well. So that's uh, great news. Uh, Tommy Michael McNulty said this was excellent. Yeah, it was. It was a great job put together by Don. As always, Don's show on Saturdays is, I think, my favorite thing on Gov's Radio. I just love it. Yeah, I love it, I think it it's too. a great show. Um, I don't know what's going to happen when this is all over because Don's going to have to do this and the game show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Andy said that um, that my performance was his family's favorite. I loved him. Like, it's hard to, like, get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> well, we'll have to ask him because we're going to be calling him in a few minutes. So we'll yeah. have to ask him about that. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that was the Stuntman Challenge on Gov's Radio. Put together by Put Up, Shut Up, and Stand Up, Pasusu. Hosted by Don Sill and a great job by Benny Rizzuti as well. Oh, Benny and Nancy are watching. Good morning, guys. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, and all that good stuff uh, to the Pasusu page on Facebook and YouTube. Nice. Anyway, thank you. Thanks for putting it all together, Don. It's awesome. Um, so, um, so yeah, so we're all excited here at uh, in New York because Long Island is on track to reopen this Wednesday. The Delhi death toll in New York has fell below 100 for the first time since all this has started. Can I have your phone? No way. Thanks. So everything is on the right path campgrounds and rv parks are opening statewide anybody go to the beach this weekend i'm curious what the beach was like well you know cindy's cindy's kind of a beach whore to begin with she loves going to the beach a anyway beach like whore. yeah i mean it's got i mean it's freezing out in like the fall and spring and she you know makes her way to the beach at you know once a week anyway so she said that it's been crowded for you know a little bit anyway before this like people are still going there <clears throat> well, they are allowing gatherings of 10 people or less now, too. We're, we're cooking, we're grooving, we're on our way back. Although, we talked about Sally's violence. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. We mentioned Sally's violence, and um, we, had a, we had a violent episode at uh, Sally's house the other day. And I want to ask you guys oh, about. Oh, I, I need your yeah, opinion. Yeah, I need your please opinion on this. give the opinion. Yeah, I'd love to hear how this All rolls right. out. Okay, wait. Let me get my arms hey, ready. Carlo Russo, happy Memorial Day to you, pal, and hey, Carlo. all your and Tony and uh, and all you guys up there. Let me get my arms Lou. ready and my eye roll. Okay, <clears> go <throat> ahead. All right, listen to this. <clears throat> so I was horsing around <laughs> with her youngest the other day, joking, you know, throwing each other around and stuff. In the house. And I was chasing him because he hit me and I was chasing him around the house. He gets up on the couch because because in the living room he only has you, – there's only one way to go. So I'm – you know, to get out of the living room unless you're running outside. So I'm standing on the corner of the couch, you know, just waiting for him to come out from either side of the couch so I can grab him. So he stands on the couch, right? Now, where he is standing on the couch was a low ceiling. So the ceiling was right about here. Okay, there's other parts of the ceiling – there's other parts of the couch where the ceiling is higher, but this, and he knew where he was. 
I don't think he looked up to see where he was. He just trusted the adult in the room. He's been living in this house for almost six years. With adults he can trust. Oh, God. So I just, I made a joke because he's standing right there. So I said, I just looked at him and go, jump. Joking because, you know, so sure enough, guess what, guess what happens? He decides to jump. You're like, guess what the idiot does. (laughs) So immediately, bam. So everybody's like, oh my God. Like it was a hard hit. I mean, he really seriously went to jump and, you know, so it was right there. So my question is this, folks. And and let me tell you, looking for the guidance of, of an adult, he's 16. Okay, he's not three, he's not eight, he's 16. I'm in the kitchen, and I just hear the thud, and so I and I knew he was on the couch, I knew he was going on, but I was like, what happened? He's like, well, I hit my head on the ceiling. I'm like, why? And he looks at Tony, he's like, he told me to <clears throat> jump. I'm like, So why? here's my, hello, Danny Coronado. Uh, all right, so here's my question to you guys. Like, who does that on purpose to someone else? Who? Is it on me for telling him to jump? Yes. Or is it his own stupidity for jumping when he knows... That there's a ceiling right there. I mean, you know, does, so if I'm at fault, does that mean I can tell him to jump off a bridge? Can I tell him to give him give me all of his money? No. Well, if he jumped off the bridge, don't you think people would be like, why? Why would you tell him to do that? No, I don't. They'd be like, well, the poor kid wanted to commit suicide or what an idiot for listening or what an idiot for taking the guy seriously when he said jump. All right. <laughs> So certain people think that everyone this was my thinks. Do- Every- no, no, everyone thinks. absolutely not. My son who was there agreed with me. My son said, no, that's on him for jumping. Mm. He's, very, he's 16 years old. He could have easily have said no. Like any normal, independent thinker, smart person would. Well, the low ceiling was right at his head and behind him. So he was looking out at you, you know, the one he trusted, and the open space. I don't. I think <clears throat> if he saw what a open flat space? ceiling, because the ceiling kind of opens up where you were. You're so wrong. I'm waiting. All your fault. I'm waiting for comments. It's so your fault. It's not even close to my fault. All right, get Andy on the phone. All right, you? let's do that. Okay. Andy, yeah, see? I'm calling It's now. 11.20. You're, you're late. See? And that's my yeah, fault, yeah, too, yeah. I suppose. Everything's your fault. Danielle Asher says it's on him. No. It's right there. It's on you, meaning the son. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Ours did crazy things like that at 16, so it's on me? Yes. <laughs> Benny. Thank you, Benny. <laughs> the kid is obviously stoned, right? Right. It's on. It's his own stupidity, right? No way, Andy. You would have told your daughter a sixteen, like if your daughter was sixteen, you would have told her to jump and bang her head. They're old enough to know, you know, make their own decisions. I would like to hear from the people who actually like their children to write in. Ed Pasink is watching. Ed, Ed is a smart man. Ed, if you, I hope you. Andy. Nancy's with Sally. Andy, Come on, Nancy. Andy. Yeah, that's because she cares about her children. So if I tell you to jump, if, if you're standing if you in that told same me spot, to jump and I hit my head, as soon as I got the ice pack off my head, I would hurt you. <clears throat> All right, let's see. 
Hey, Andy, hold on. I just got to get you on the screen. It'll we just are, take a second. Sally's camera's off. Yeah, we are on. getting our oh, pal. I have to. I have to like mirror into the the hilarious. I had Andy like a Plijanos picture I was going to leave. Phone. He is a veteran. We're going to talk to two veterans today, Andy Plajanos and a veteran uh, by the name of Michael Kaplan. Um, oh, there he is. There you are. Okay, you're on now. That's the closest you can get. Sweet. You can turn you, yeah. if you turn it. There you go. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. There he is. Good morning, Mr. Plajano, sir. Good morning, Knock him dead. <laughs> Alright, so so how are you nuts I after getting kicked time. by Jeff Bosey? Oh, it was uh, it was actually pleasant. Usually I have to pay extra for that. <laughs> it's hard to fake pain, isn't it? I thought that was like hard. <clears throat> Especially, well, you know, and it wasn't know, hard. It wasn't hard. Nuts. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it wasn't hard for weeks after the uh, <laughs> it, I've been kicked in the nuts a lot. The emotional recall is actually very easy to do. Kicked in the nuts a lot. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm scared to ask uh, what that means. Well, I, I like I said, usually I have to pay extra. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. And, and are you now scared uh, of Tim Sal Saliani? He's going to come looking for you. Uh, you know what? I just, all I have to do is be half a step faster than him. And since the COVID took his lungs, he'll, uh, <laughs> he'll run out of juice before I, I, uh, he'll get me. That's true. <laughs> Carla tried to, Carla hit me in the head with a wine bottle, but I'm just going to look at it as she was trying to give me a bottle of wine and I just got in the way and messed it up. Oh, uh, lost your sound for a second. Kind of sent... Don had sent like a, a rough cut of it to me. Yeah. Uh, when he first asked me to, like much like when I, uh, I think I said we we talked about it, Sally, like uh, in a message. So I had only seen a few. So it was kind of amazing to see it all put together the way it was. Yeah. Yeah, I know he did, Don my, did a great my, job. My family loved. Your performance. <laughs> so funny. My non-performance. It was like all of them were like, this is the best one. And then uh, my, my wife just said actually before she went upstairs was she's like, I, I what I really loved about it was, you know, it was kind of cheesy. And then all of a sudden it's Sally's and she's like throwing herself all over and the music stops. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And that, like, like just added to it. So. Shoes are flying. Yeah, I know. It's so funny because, like, before before I met Tony, I'm, like, because I'm, al I'm already, like, still a... A dick. Full, a total dick. A full through and through introvert. And, like, I, I would never do anything like that years ago. And, like, I keep getting, mm -hmm. like, put in these, like, even, like, you know, pretending to be, you know, Benny the other day. Like, like... That was even, great. Even like five years ago, I would have been like, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. And now I'm like, sure. <laughs> All right, just give me a minute and I'm out there. You know, like whatever you want me to do. But I used to be like so like uncomfortable doing stuff like that. Now, like I just, well, that, whatever he wants me to do, I don't care. Well, that was great. Like Don's show has become like kind of like they've actually, he's been able to, to take like what's been going on. Like so many shows can't. Can't, like, like I'm talking about professional, real, like, on TV. Well, even though we are on TV. <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying. But I mean, like, like corporate yeah. television. Um, they have not 
handled this well. No. Don has somehow tapped this awesome thing. They led, matter of fact, my favorite thing from the show, while the Stuntman Challenge was awesome, my favorite thing from that show was actually how they opened it, where the two of them are like in an old movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The guy's going, you touched me. And he's like, I didn't touch you. Right. That was the, I was crying laughing watching that. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. even early on when he was doing the show, um, you know, like uh, six weeks ago or something, when he was just, you know, dancing around his living room in the in the white uh, feathery bathrobe. Like, I loved that. <laughs> like, because I think we've just because it, it just captured what we're all going through. You know, do I really Absolutely. need like even today? I was like, do I really need to take my slippers off to come in here? <laughs> like, we're all like going through that stuff. And I think he. Oh. He's like, I'm wearing game. pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> These are pajama pants. <laughs> We're just happy. They're wearing superhero pants, not pajama like that, pants. Uh, like that poor newscaster who wasn't even wearing pants. <laughs> I would do that if I was him. I would have probably tried to go au natural you know, <laughs> on get, the bottom half. Gets a little sticky on the chair. But yeah, yeah but I agree. I think Don's been fantastic. And it's it's been completely so professional and funny and the guests that he's had on the show like I really look forward to it I loved I love everybody sending in their jokes too that's a that's that's really cool yeah I, I, I just too. did it for the first time <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah Don show we love Don and his show so all right so so what do you what do you prefer do you, do you prefer what do you feel about people saying Happy Memorial Day? Like it's kind of a, like what else do you say? So so well, I'll, I'll start actually a stage earlier than that. Is, okay. Um, as a like like, I, I joined I joined in 1994. Okay. Uh, right before Christmas, like uh, a one week before Christmas. Wow. And, and um, it was uh, it was kind of, it was peacetime. Um. And it was it was just different, and of course, nine eleven happened and sort of changed everybody's perspective. And, and, and something that had always stuck with me was people would always thank me, right? And I have a problem with that, really. Because thank you, like yeah. thank you for your service. Yes, because oh. I needed a job. Like my motivation, the motivation of almost everyone who joins, uh, patriotism, while it does factor in. Yeah. is almost never the primary reason why somebody joins. <clears throat> I'm not saying it never is, but usually it's and, and it, it's a contributing factor. It's just never the primary reason. Okay. Uh, like I remember I sat in basic training on the floor, and my TI was like, who joined uh, for the money? And there were actually a couple of guys raising, who joined for the benefits? More guys raised their hand. Um and then he got to who joined just for patriotism. Nobody raised their hand. Wow. And these were people who left one week before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, so but you, it, I, you knew you weren't you knew you weren't going to be spending time that time with your family. Yeah, that's right. awful. So like all right, so like just like on another note, like uh like my dad was my dad was a sergeant in like, you know, the police, like 
you know, in New York City. And he he absolutely was like you. He took the job because he was working for the phone company and he was working for other companies. And like, you know, when he was like in his like early 20s. And he, right. it was, he was always the last guy hired, the first guy to get laid off. You know, this is back in the day. He died, you know, a handful of years ago and he was like 86. It was a really long time ago and people were laid off all the time. And he was just tired right. of that. And he just wanted to support his family. So he joined the police force. And like, I don't, I th- it's the same thing. He didn't do it to, I want to be a cop. He just really wanted to raise a family and not worry about it anymore. And it was fine. But, but from like the perspective of his daughter, I would hope that people would say thank you because like, like if I had 10 friends, I was the only one who went home and worried if he was going to come home that day. Like the other, the accountant kids, you know, didn't really have that fear. So you, I think it's, you should even though you you didn't join for patriotism, thank you. you well, know? that's it, it's I have evolved on it, uh, and I do think that it's more important for the and the people who love the veteran. It's more important that somebody is thanking their loved one. I think for the actual veteran, it's a little bit like I, well, for somebody who joined during peacetime. Because uh, I will say, like, my, my views evolved on it. I think people, the kids who joined uh, when they were like, oh, no, you're going. It's almost like the Vietnam era. My, I come from a long line of, of people who, who were in, I, I trace back. Merchant Marine ship. Merchant Marine ship. Uh, hey, Andy, every, every few seconds you cut out a bit. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure why. Oh, well. I don't, I, everything right. seems so okay just, on my end. Yeah, just forgive us if we ask you to repeat yourself a little bit. But yeah, we got oh, sure, sure. so far. Uh, you going to ask me to talk more? Oh. <laughs> 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 but um, what I was going to say is, is I, like, I, like service was like a thing that was going to happen. I have a great grand, my that great grandfather. Three out of my four grandparents uh were it, it served uh two in Europe one in the Pacific during World War II. Yeah. Uh my dad was in Vietnam. Uh I have uh an uncle who was in the army, I have an uncle who was in the air force. My brother was in the navy before my brother's older, my brother joined the navy, I joined the air force. Like it just it's part of like it is so if you don't have anything else, you can't get anything else done, go do it. I, and and that's the advice I always give. But right. I, it's evolved. So when those kids knew they were going to war, yes, okay, thank. I understand the thank you, and I thank them myself. Sure. Right. Uh, because I joined literally. I had to go somewhere. I had to do something because I was going nowhere here. I was a Billy Joel song or a Bruce Springsteen song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were born. So yeah. Then. So I like like when it gets to to to, to thanking a veteran. And, and by being a veteran, you then start thinking about different things. So ha- ha- Veterans Day, awesome. I always make sure I take off. Right. Memorial Day, I found, go five, ten years ago, I looked through my Facebook memories this morning, and I was, like, ranting about, please do not thank me. Thank me tomorrow. Thank me the day before. Thank me any other day of the year. Just focus on the people who, who lost it all. Uh, on Memorial Day, it is for the fallen. Yeah, uh, it is. But you could have been one of them, you know. But I could have, but I, I get to I get to be here for the other 364 days for you to say thank you. Memorial Day, let's yeah, just all it. take a deep breath, sit back, and 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 thank the families because they're not here 
to be thanked, let's thank the family, which was uh, like you did. There's no value above a human life, I think. Of course. Um, but, I, you know, I mean, granted, the, the, the day is about the fallen, but and you went during peacetime. But, you know, whether it's peacetime or not, I mean, there has been a draft in how many years? So it's right. all a choice, you and and it's all um, a, a, a job well done. So uh, I, I understand what you're saying and agreed to a, cer- a certain extent. But at the same time, I'd rather thank you now while you're still here, as opposed to years from now when you're gone and I never. And that. I totally and I totally appreciate that. I'm saying like I evolved to that because it was yeah. like almost like a survivor's guilt. Right. It's almost like a survivor's guilt right. where you're like, me. I needed. I just needed money, and these people. <laughs> Yeah. We're dumb enough to hire me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, what did you do? Because, like, I remember, like, listening a little bit about, like, what you did. Like, like you can you could read things backwards and upside down. Like, explain that stuff. Like, it's kind of groovy. So my job was. Wait, you cut out. So So explain uh, that again. Your job was what? All I did. All I did was track maintenance for like a squadron of aircraft. And then I would create a flying schedule or I would pick aircraft to fly based on what maintenance was coming due. Now, because of that, you kind of have to be, you do have to be a little bit of like a hustler because people don't want to give you the things that you need to get your job done. So one of the skill sets that you learn is to go into other people's offices to talk to them, and you're like, <laughs> oh blah, 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 blah. Look down at their and uh, and be able to read upside down. That's so funny. Or if they had something to, like, they, you come in and somebody turns over a piece of paper, and you're like, oh, I wonder what that was. Like, yeah. why did they turn over that piece of paper? So now you're trying to read it upside down and backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and you got good <laughs> at doing that? That's great. Yeah. And, and, and you, get, you, get, yeah, you get good at trading things because you need to get certain things done, and you go around to other offices, and you're like, hey, I need the wash dock this day. Well, we have the watch. Well, I need it that day. Well, what are you going to give me? And and you just have to, you just start like horse trading. And it's whatnot. like prison. Like when you like trade, uh, it, trade in a pack of smokes for, uh, you know, a, abs- a, a, a knife. <laughs> and, and actually, I'm, I'm a part of uh, a couple of Facebook groups uh, that like of squadrons that I was in. And one of them that in North Carolina, uh, I've been going through a lot of my old stuff, uh, trying to, da- you know, trying to keep busy. Uh, and and I found a, an ID card for me that uh, allowed me to pick up prisoners from the minimum security prison on base, so that they could come and sweep up and take out our trash and all that. Wow. Yeah. No, it was crazy. So I posted it on my uh, on that squadron, the 335th Fighter Squadron's uh, Facebook page, and I'm like, Hey, do they still do this? <laughs> and they took. I actually found out they closed the prison. Uh, uh, but I've also got a lot of other stories of uh, when they first opened the prison that um, they they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't because what? they wouldn't what they wouldn't yeah, hey, use, we lost you for a second they wouldn't go back they wouldn't what they they would the prison uh, the Department Bureau of Prisons uh, federal government would not use the airmen dorms to house prisoners because they were too small. Oh. Yeah, for one prisoner where two airmen were living. Right. Great. Wow. 
I had better accommodations going right. out and, and committing a white collar crime or federal offense. Yeah, Shit. and if you, if you <laughs> complain, they're like, "Let me, well, let me join the Navy and let me put you in a <laughs> submarine." Right. Yeah, <laughs> that'll give yeah, you something that, to cry about. <laughs> yeah, now, now that I know what I know, I'd be like, "No, send me to prison." <laughs> <laughs> right. Please. <clears throat> what What made you this? So, so you would. That was your sole decision. You were just out of a job. You had no direction, and you said, "Screw it! I'll join the I, uh, the service." Well, like the depressing, like the, the, the anybody who does any sort of comedy uh, sort of does have some like um, sad or tragic kind of things in their past. I was sort of hopeless when I was a child. Uh, really, I my my parents had divorced before I really like when I was four. Um, didn't have a concept of family. Uh, we were always told, my brother and I, that uh, we would have to pay for college for ourselves. Uh, and I, so, like, well, how much is that? And my mother would just tell us, go to the library. And I'm like, well, I, what am I looking for there? <laughs> right. You know, well, ask a librarian. Right. Like, okay. But, you know, guidance counselors were pretty awesome. Yeah. No. But, but we, you know, I remember at the time, it was uh, when I first started looking, it was in seventh grade. All the uh, the tuition for state college, I think it was like four thousand dollars for the for two semesters for the entire academic right, year. Right. Right. And I was like four thousand dollars. Like we we lived paycheck to paycheck growing up because yeah. it was just my mom's and and the child support, which really wasn't that much. Yeah. Um. So. So it just seemed overwhelming. It was. So I gave up in seventh grade. Uh, of ever, so I like got into drugs. I, you know, which is so funny. I mean, I know you don't want to hear this, but you're so smart. You probably could have gotten like scholarships. You know, like you're very bright. You know. Well, yeah, I, and and you know, I I don't know if, if some of that is like I, I picked up after the fact. <laughs> you you I, I don't know how, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how, how awesome I was as a seventh grader. Um, <laughs> But uh, and you're like, a great dad. Like I love seeing videos with like your little like beautiful daughters. You know, you're just a great dad. So whatever, whatever you didn't learn, you learned what you were supposed to do. You know. And I, you know what, I credit the air force. I actually do uh, for for really kind of changing my my. I'll, I'll always tell people, and especially people ask me to talk to their kids who are thinking about joining. Mm -hmm. uh, and I always say, uh, well, first of all. You're not going to learn what you want to do in the Air Force. That's very rare, or the military in general. Right. It will teach you what you don't want to do. Right. Yeah. That's so, a good point. Uh, it, but but the other thing is, is I always tell them that joining the Air Force, my first enlistment, was the best decision I've ever made in my life. The worst decision I ever made in my life was re-enlisting. Oh, you did that? <laughs> so you did a yeah. total of eight years? Uh, just short of eight years, yeah. And and why why the second time? Why was that bad? How old were you the second uh, time? It was like the, f the first marriage. Uh, I didn't really have my. I wasn't prepared to get out, or as prepared as I wanted to be. Uh, so I kind of sold four years of my life for that preparation, right. and I kind of kicked myself for not preparing myself during those first four years. It's uh. Yeah, a lot of soul searching on that one. I actually cried after my reenlistment ceremony. Oh, no. I was like in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what did I do? 
that was so stupid. And and the thing is, is I just wanted it to be quick because you do you have to stand there and be like, I do solemnly swear to uphold the Constitution. Wait, I don't want to accidentally enlist right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I I did I wanted it to be quiet in a corner somewhere, but they made it like a, on stage at my squadron. I was in Korea, and I, it was on stage at the squadron, like. There was like 50 people there. I'm like, oh my god, this is not what I wanted. I, this is like a shotgun wedding. You should have done it as Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> you would have gotten out that it, afternoon. <laughs> I, see, I, it's funny because at the, like uh, back then, I uh, I was like the funniest guy in the bar kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, my my friends, all my military friends are like now are like, I gotta see you. I gotta come see you. It's amazing. They sound like that like, in the service. Yeah, no, that's my. Well, that's my my stupid voice that I do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's what I use when I'm saying like, "Oh, Tony was saying." Oh, <laughs> well, I really I do sound like that too. I actually, I actually do do that. Like whenever I'm like, well, you know, we said. <laughs> Hey, Adrian. And he's like, can you stop trying to imitate me? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> my wife hates that That I'm like, uh, when my mother, uh, uh, when I'm telling a story about my mother, I go, oh, Andy, stop. <laughs> and she's like, that's, a, that's not what she sounds like. Now, though, after like 10 years of marriage, she's like, oh, my God, that's that woman. <laughs> that woman. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> but all right, well, uh, Andy Plajano. Uh, so don't say thank you. Don't say thank you to Andy. Well, no, that's like I said. I've, said I've evolved, and I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, no, it. I get it, of course. Um, so, um, all right, well, uh, we're good. We're good to go. Um, thank you for your time, pal. As always. Um, so, uh, and we do hope. God, when, whenever this reopens, I man, know. we hope you, we hope to see you again on Fridays in here with us. Um, Absolutely. We were just starting to get that going, and uh, we hope uh, yeah. to pick that up where we left off. So um, Some would say it's our fault, Tony. I've been told that about the brokerage. Yeah, I've been told that since I was the last one to go there. Yeah, you were going to come uh, in like every Friday. Like that, yeah. Like, that got yep. like all well, messed up. Well, we've done up. it once with Danny. Right. Uh, oh, was that yeah. th- that was the only one? Yes. Come on. All, so, oh, so now i got to feel even more bad about talking to Elio for a half hour? Well, you guys were sitting. No, that was great. That was hilarious. <laughs> I got yelled at by so many. <laughs> really? That was because that was awesome. Oh my God! Between Danny, you, and I, we don't have enough to talk about. We're not that interesting. I was sick. I that's that's that. when I was like really sick, right? Like I didn't even come in. Yes. Oh no, really? I didn't come in. I was oh, sick. Yeah, because right. you were by yourself, and I'm like, "Where's Sally?" Yeah, right. I had. Like, I think not, I, had, I, trust I think I had the virus. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. can I, can I see your trunk? Is that, I'm kind of worried about Sally. I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> well, after all, you are Batman. Well, good thing I didn't come out. I would have got everyone sick. <clears throat> yeah, true. True. Unlike Mike Keegan. Did you Carla Oakerson. No, did right. you hear about that, Andy? Oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like sitting here at the soundboard with Mike next to me for two hours, and then, and then uh, the next day he like posts. So I, I have pneumonia. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> All right, so why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so the most important question before we let you go: sixteen-year-old kid, right? He knows not to jump, right? No, he has daughters who Dude, he loves. So he, you have said to your sixteen-year-old daughter, "Please jump." 
No, yes. you wouldn't. Yes, he said yes. Uh, no, I absolutely would. <laughs> and I would have faked. I'd have faked my contrition. So like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I didn't even fake it. I just left. Just I'm laughed. so sorry. I yeah. left for about 20 minutes. I I didn't even try to fake Dude. it. Dude, I'm wiping yeah. the blood off the ceiling, and he's like, blood laughing. off the ceiling. He said he was fine immediately. <laughs> and then he got me back. He hit me. He hit me with a. Uh, hit me with a pillow. With a with the zipper hit me right. Yeah, there's like I don't know if you can see it, but there's a little mark on my forehead right there. Right there. <laughs> little fucker. <laughs> nice. See, I knew Andy'd be well, with me. I actually would have yelled at him for hitting the ceiling. I'd be like, "What are you breaking the ceiling for?" <laughs> what did the ceiling the ever do to you? That's right. That's how I was raised. Anything I did was my fault. <laughs> so. Wow. I right. miss you. Yeah, Andy Plajano. Yeah, we hope to uh, hopefully soon, man. Uh, but and, thanks and for I the never time. get I never even get to watch this live because my kids I'm doing the schooling with them. Oh uh, like, yeah, because they're little. It's right in the middle of the day and my of the school. I just oh, wish God. mine well. Like yeah, good luck with that uh, with that geometry class. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So I'll say thank you for that because I give all the parents credit for trying to get through the day with the kids doing school. It's crazy. Well, it's it's more being like like reading something and going and being like, no, you need to redo this, and and they're like, and and they're like, oh, that's right, you're in first grade. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Right. The teacher would have accepted this. <sighs> that's so. why you go to school because I don't have to do this. Right. Oh, goodness. Right. All right. All right, guys. Thank you, pal. As always. Andy, we'll, thank uh, you. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys, and we'll we'll hopefully see you soon. Cool. Thanks, Bye. Andy. All right, there you go, right. Andy Plajanos, the hilarious Andy Plajanos. You can catch him. Uh, he's on a t- you know a bunch of different shows here at GovsRadio.com. Um, and he has his own stand-up and his own videos that he puts. Go check him out on YouTube and Facebook. Very funny man. Uh, we thank him for his time. Uh, you're going to try and get Michael? Sure. Uh, Michael Kaplan, as, as Sally tries to get Mike on the phone, uh, Michael Kaplan uh, is a friend of mine. I met Michael in the mid-'90s. Uh, we, were, we did some plays together. Um, and he is actually, uh, as you know, Knock 'em Dead Comedy. We do murder mysteries, audience interactive uh, comedy shows. The f- it was actually Mike that I started um, co- doing murder mysteries with back in 2002. He was the guy that I, I mean, I was, you know, I had done murder mysteries for other companies, but doing it on my own, you know, with somebody that it it started with Mike. Um, and he's not answering. Well, he's not answering. Plus, uh. My Gov's radio thing isn't um, mirroring. Oh. So He's it's not. both of us that trying not to make it happen. Oh, it's working now. You're mirroring. Well, you can load it. Um, so let's see if he answers. <laughs> All right, so there you go. There's your little history about Michael Kaplan. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, are the phone lines open? <laughs> uh, they are now. Okay. Call in if you feel like calling in for uh, for Memorial <laughs> Day. That was that was good with Andy. Yeah, I think as he was explaining before he got to the part about feeling guilty, I was thinking, you know what? I think he just feels, you know, awkward about it because, like, first of all, I don't think he recognizes how dangerous it really is. You know. What are we talking about? Andy, feeling bad that people say thank you. Oh. And anyone having a job. You know what? I don't, I don't know. People say thank you for like any kind of job. Like, thank you for coming over and fixing my. Uh, 
Yeah, which was something I thought about. I wanted to say that, right. That no matter what your job is, people are going to say thank you if you do it well. Right. <clears throat> um, especially in that field. And, and, and we should say thank you now. And, and you know, this, this was pretty much a war, the whole COVID thing. Doctors and nurses on, on the front lines. I mean, it, it was pretty much a war, but he trying to stay alive. Uh, and it had a death toll, you know, bigger than any war I can think of. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so we let's thank them, the, everybody on the front lines, whether it's a nurse, a doctor, or a soldier. Everybody on the front lines of any type of war. Rich Rada is watching. Um, uh, let's see, Taz is watching. Hi, Taz. Aaron Milos is watching. You know, I saw Aaron watching first, and I think like a few days ago, Mark White had like, you know, some type of squabble with <clears throat> people being dicky to him on Facebook. And then he was saying something like, that's it. I'm out. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So then. Um, well, he's watching too, by the way. Yeah. But I saw Aaron. I was thinking to myself, oh, I wonder if he's like still off Facebook and he's just uh, watching through Aaron. But then I saw him on too. Chris so. Thomas is yeah. watching. Daniel and Asher was asking Andy. Andy, how do you become more my favorite every time you speak? Yeah. You know oh. what? Andy's just like you meet him and you I mean, you like him immediately. And then after a while, he's he's just like comfort food. <laughs> like you just love him. Charles Goonan is watching. <laughs> Anthony DiDomenico. Greg Filippo, Tina Candidan, Gina Jimmy Coffin, Brenda Back, and you. You're live on the Knock and Dead Comedy Radio Show. Who's this? Hello there, Tony. What's up? Hello there, DJ D. Love. Hello, DJ. <clears throat> are you thanking That's veterans? Are, are, are you thanking veterans today, DJ? Yo, yes, I do always. Good. How was your weekend? Our uh, weekend was great, guys. Very nice. How was your weekend? <clears throat> it was very good, thanks. Very good. I'll try to call him Friday, but you guys never let me hang call him. So <clears throat> I have a song today, and I'm going to sing it to Eric today. Okay. Okay, go ahead. As you go, it just goes, it goes, happy birthday to you. This is your day. Happy birthday to you. To you, wherever you are, happy birthday to you, to you, wherever you are, this is your day, oh, happy birthday to you. <laughs> wow, that was amazing, DJ D-Love. And I'm sure it, it doesn't matter that his birthday was a few days ago. He'll still appreciate that. And I'll be sure to yeah. play I'll be sure to play this for him. Yeah, you can play it for him and then tell him that to Eric Parkinson. Will do. And thank you everybody who wished Eric well on his birthday the other day. Uh that was great, DJ D Love. That was great. Nice job. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you, so, pal. You got, oh, I like to say something one more thing. Go ahead. I'm glad Ken, I'm, I'm glad we're going back to normal pretty soon. And I can't wait to do my show with you guys. Yep, it, uh, we're hoping we're hoping it'll be uh, on time. But whenever we we open, we'll we will uh, have the show with you. Don't worry about that. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Give me <laughs> cool. Oh, Excellent. and by the way, it's only because yep. I got some good news. I'm going to I'm going to a show. Yeah. And next month. I'm sorry, we lost you for I'm, a second. You're going where? I'm going to a show next month. A show next month. What kind of show? It's going to be um, this guy's called um, the Doobie Brothers. Oh, you're going to go see the Doobie Brothers? Yes. Oh, I've seen them. They're great. You're going to have a great time. 
Oh, yes. I'm, I follow them, too. They're, they're awesome. All right. Well, start yeah, learning their got, songs got, before you go see them. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, new, I got new things. Yeah? It's a new thing to say. Ready? Ready. What are you doing, brothers? Hey, we do backflips. It's my new thing. Peace. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. All right, DJ. We'll see you. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for the call, buddy. Oh, he's already gone? Yep. <laughs> Why, you cut him off? Yeah, because Mike's like sitting here, man. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Michael, he's on the line. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Hello. You're not, he's not on. Oh, yeah. You know what? He was on. And then I think I, I like, fell asleep. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. How are you? How are you? Do we get a letter? How are you? Good to see you, pal. Uh, here's my brother, Tony. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? How you doing? You feeling uh, good? Everybody's all right? Everybody. Yeah, so it's definitely us, the uh, yeah, connection. We're, we're having like a little bit of problem with connection, so every once in a while you Yeah, every out. once in a while the audio cuts out, so we may ask you to repeat yourself a little bit. Uh, you know me, I like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so good I'm sorry, you. so yes, everybody's feeling good? You're all, Everybody's all right? Yeah, you? Yeah, everybody's good, man, thanks. I like, the, uh, I like that flag back there behind you. You know, I made that flag. You made that flag? I made that flag. I don't believe that. Uh, I have. <laughs> so what? So what is, is that? I made it. Say, say it again, Mike. I made every star with a flaw in it because we have a flawed country. And that's why we have to fight. For it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, all right. Re- repeat, made... th- repeat that. A flawed star. Why? Most of the flawed. Uh, per- we have a flawed, no. flawed country, and that's why we need to fight for it. Very nice, very nice. All right, B- bear with us, Mike. We're trying to work on these uh, audio issues here. Uh, oh, <coughs> um, a, f- a flawed country that we have to, f- and that's why we have to fight. Okay, so yeah, so let's go back to the to the beginning. Uh, you, um, no, it's not that. I know, but my earphones went out, and now it's not anymore. So oh. don't worry about it. Okay. <clears throat> so you um so you actually enlisted twice, right? Two separate times. Twice. Uh the first time was 1987 and just like Andy, yeah. Real quick, uh, I you know, my first girlfriend, we got into this big fight and I was basically like I was working job to job with Emma and her father said, "Get a goddamn job." And I'm like, Okay, I'll join the army. He's like, great idea. So I spent like three years in the army, and the Gulf War happens. And that's when I realized what it really was to be a veteran. Oh, yeah? I, I, as a veteran, you don't really understand what it truly means to serve unless you're in a combat zone. Um even though wearing the uniform, I miss wearing the uniform. I would put it on and just go to the store with it with my mask on if I, if I was allowed to. But, uh, you know, and along with Andy, do not thank me because I don't believe I deserve to be thanked for doing what I think most of us should be doing anyway. Right. And uh, I, I truly feel that. But uh, the first Gulf War, yeah, in 1991... That's when I truly understood to sleep in dirt and, I mean, scavenge for food and do all these things made me understand what it really meant to be a veteran. And then, 
excuse me, and on top of that, and you know, I think, Tony, in 07, my son talked me into, he went active duty, right? and he said, hey, you're not old, you can go in the reserves. So I went in the reserves, and we both deployed to Iraq. So uh, he spent 12 months in Iraq, and I spent 12 months in Iraq. So uh, I spent about almost two full years living in the Middle East out and, of my life. And, and where did you go the first time? Was it Iraq also the first time or no? Uh, the first time I went, I was stationed in Saudi Arabia, Okay. Uh, about 30 miles south of the Iraq border. And then during the, during the war, we traveled up to Kuwait City. <clears throat> wow, man. And, and I'm sure... And in Iraq... I'm sorry. No, 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 sorry, go ahead. No. Go ahead, Mike, please. In Iraq, I was stationed in a, in a city called Tikrit, which is Saddam Hussein's birth town right. and hometown. And uh, traveled all over Iraq, down to Baghdad, all over the place. So uh, uh, I wouldn't trade a million years for anything. And going there, I mean, I'm sure, you know, especially during wartime, I'm sure you saw some crazy stuff. But... At the same time, do, do you – oh, I, did we lose him? Oh, there he is. Nope. There you are. Uh, at the same time, though, do you <clears throat> do you get to meet a lot of the people? And, and and is it as bad as they make it seem on TV? Like, do they really hate us over there? Or, or there's percentage certain percentage of people that are thrilled, please get uh, Saddam Hussein out of here for me, please? You know, what, what's, what's, it, what's it really like? I mean, I would think the people are just normal people like us. That's my guess, but I'm probably wrong. Uh, you're not wrong, Tony. And just so you uh, know, um, Andy, Andy came back to watch, and he's just saying, he just said that you're nailing it. Like, everything that you're saying so far, he's really appreciating. Oh, I appreciate him. Um, the first Gulf War in 91, we were stationed near a little village, and uh, I, I will tell you, they're nice to your face, but believe they they didn't like us there wow. uh and it really came to fruition when i went to iraq i mean we we would roll out of out of the the guard gate in convoys and there were children uh starving begging us for food um we would go to checkpoints i mean they iraq i i never felt so much hatred uh towards us until I went to Iraq. I mean, you know, politics aside, all that other yeah, crap. Yeah, sure, right. You know, um, I, I felt so much hatred. Every time I stepped outside of where I was stationed, I felt my life was in danger at any given moment. And I was just, but again, Tony, I would never, ever change a minute of wearing that uniform, ever. Sure. No, I, and yeah, and it's uh, and it's you know, I, it is weird, I guess now because I feel like, but well, I'm I'll say it anyway. Thank you. I mean, you know, thank you to Andy. Thank you to you and and everybody that's serving. And thank you for the, you know, the the we're supposed to remember the fallen today, but that number, the fallen, would be a lot higher. The number of people gone if it wasn't for people like you and Andy. So I'm gonna say, I I feel it's okay to say thank you. So I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Can I, can I say, you know, I have I have a little uh, message and, you know, love and laughter. That's what I go by, you sure. know, and I 
learned this from uh, a, a general. You know, a soldier is all about love and laughter. And laughter is, I was very fortunate when I was in Iraq because I wasn't an infantryman. I was working with trucks and logistics. I was working with other things. I mean, a guy like me, if I was if I was battling a terrorist, like kicking down doors, you know, the typical infantryman stuff. Sure. I would say, hold on, I got to finish my cheeseburger, <laughs> and my inhaler, and then I want to have a cigarette, and then we could fight. Right. Okay. If, as long as I could do that, I would have been fine. So. I, and I and I've heard I've heard good things about the bases. I heard that it's almost like a little town with Wendy's and Burger Kings and shit. Is that correct? Uh, we had Burger King. We had Subway. Wow. Uh, yeah, we had McDonald's. We had uh, a little department store. You know, the the Post Exchange, the PX. Wow. It was it was. Uh, Iraq was a definitely different situation. They we lived in. We lived in, you know, trailers with heat and air conditioning. Wow. Uh, uh, but the first Gulf War, with the living situations, we basically slept in dirt for 10 months. Ugh. And uh, that one was tough. <clears throat> yeah, I bet. Uh, wow. But I tell you, I, I, I loved every second of it. And when I, when I was released from the Army... Uh, just about 10 years ago, I'll never forget it. I got my discharge paper for Totten, New York, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't want to take the uniform off I, all what, night. And what made you so? All right, so when you went back 2007, so you you were you were what like early 40s? I was 42 years old, buddy. <clears throat> and yeah, what, and so so I mean, so you weren't battling in the front line, so you felt. I don't know how it works, so forgive me. Did, I mean, do they take guys at the age of forty-two to battle on the front lines, or do they take people? Do they, at, at people at your age, do they say, "Okay, well, he did this last time. He worked on trucks. He was, you know, he did certain things. So that's why we take him back." Or, you know, or does it, does the age not matter? The age does matter at that time <laughs> in two thousand seven. How it works is since I spent five years of active duty. Yeah. 87 to 92 so i was 42 so they minus those active duty years which which made me 37 at that age 36 37 was the cutoff so they let me right back in oh, so i had okay. a, I, I had to retake a physical at fort hamilton they found a, a transportation unit for me in, in Queens, and uh and that was it i was back in and i was a weekend warrior reserves uh out of fort totten queens and um i didn't deploy with that unit i deployed you know it's funny tony if you want to hear a funny story i would love to uh, fine uh barbara and i were out shopping one day and i was six months into to the, my reserve career and i get a first uh, i get a phone call and i'm like hello and 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 this guy says hello my name is First Sergeant Anthony Del Pozo with the 220th, blah, 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 blah. You are now with me. I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? What is this? I said, what is this, a goddamn prank call? So I get <laughs> Meanwhile, he was the First Sergeant, and I, I hung up on the guy because I, <laughs> I thought it was one of my buddies pranking me. Right. And he called me back, and he said, We're not, this relationship is not starting off well. Whoops. <clears throat> I said, well, who the hell are you? 
And I said, and he said, I already told you, I'm First Sergeant Anthony Del Pozo. You are with me where you are going to Iraq. I'm like, all right. And he, he wound up to be a, a great friend of mine. But <laughs> Yeah, that's great. And so when he said that the second time, that's when you believed it? That's when I started believing it, and that's my underwear. <laughs> See, you actually cut out, but <laughs> but the, we picked, we got you back when you said my underwear. I think we know exactly what he said. <laughs> Tony, Tony, I want to tell you something. Okay. Because I want to thank you. Uh, and I want, I want to turn this around on you. And I'll tell you why. All right. You and I met. Um, I've been watching the whole program. Oh. You and I have been. You and I have been performing. We first met in the late '90s or something. We were performing. Right now, when we're when we're on the floor doing those shows, it's almost the same mentality as a soldier because you have to rely on everybody else knowing your line. Okay. So if you got a line. I, if you drop a line, I have to pick you up and vice versa. So if you understand that when it comes to making people laugh, and I don't know if you remember the show, I, I lost three pages and it was a big, you know, big crazy thing. Yeah, I remember. Someone <laughs> <laughs> by running off stage and said, boy, this guy really screwed this whole show up. Let me get it back on track. And we got back on track. And and that's what soldiering is all about, is is you will never find I, – I consider you almost a soldier. Do you know? Do you ever heard the term battle buddy? I'm uh, not sure. I don't think so. A battle buddy is that, you know, you're supposed to be tight with, that always has your back. And, um, you know, even during this pandemic, like – Barbara's my battle buddy. We go to the stores together. You have to have someone that always has has your back, and you have their back. You know, watching my six, I'm watching your six. And, you know, when we're on the floor performing, that's why I love that I'm a veteran, but I'm also a performer as well because it's almost the same emotion hmm. as, you know, obviously it's not life and death. Well, sometimes comedy can be life <laughs> yeah, and death. true, right, yeah. But uh, uh, I wanted you to know that you you have that mentality as well. Making people laugh has kind of the same emotion, brother. Wow. Yeah. Uh, thank you, pal. And yeah, absolutely. We uh, we do. We go way back and a lot of uh, a lot of crazy uh, and and great memories together. Um, and and I'll, and I'm going to throw it back on you even more because when I went through my own personal battle you know when i was sick you know you you know there were there were there were very few that were there for me more than you pal so uh and don't think i you know don't think i ever forget that so um i i you know i appreciate that and you're you know you're one of my favorite people you know that um, i do and i appreciate that and um and i don't know if i would have been that person tony if it wasn't for my experience as a veteran oh that's interesting because um, what what it taught what what the first Gulf War taught me was the the living conditions were so tough 
is we had to look out for one another. Sure. And there were guys that were hurt or injured, and uh, I don't even want to get into what what we what our jo- our mission was there. Right. But we had we had to pick each other up. And when you got sick, Tony, my 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 heart ached for you every time I saw you. I remember going to visit you in the hospital one day, and you had all your CDs and and all. <laughs> And yeah. and I remember walking out the door, and and I looked at you, and you just looked at me, and you said, "This really sucks." <laughs> and and uh, that's why I say love and laughter. You and I have laughed for twenty something years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I I love you like a brother. Right back that's at why you, pal. Can go gaps without talking, mm-hmm. but as soon as we talk, you know, when you call, I'm like, "Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, what do you want?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always pick up where we left off, and and yeah, and then you you know it, uh, you know, and then it's just nice because it all you know it all leads to that starring performance in the streets too. So I uh, you know it's amazing. <laughs> you know, have you? Uh, <laughs> uh, You're such I, a dick. I, I, I finally sat down not even a week ago with. Barbara and we watched it. Yeah, and Did you? I don't think I've ever laughed as much in my life. <laughs> but it's a heavy drama. And 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 Tony and I'm. H- hang on, hang on. Sure. Sorry, pal. Go back a little bit. We lost you. I can. I, I'm not an egotistical. <clears throat> there. When I saw. I wanted to jump off the roof of my house. <laughs> what was I doing? I should I should be shot and killed. For uh, well, you were great though. You're you're always great. So so there's that. All I did was this. <laughs> oh, it's always fun talking to you, pal. Um, uh, so and and so thank you uh, for thanks for the time. This was really cool, interesting stuff. Absolutely. And th- thank you to your son too, and uh, for for serving. Thank you for everything. And uh, yeah, and let's catch up soon, pal. Thanks, Mike. absolutely. Do you mind if I say something? Of to course, Sally? Oh, go right ahead, uh, Sally. Yes. When it comes, when it comes to your son jumping through the ceiling, yes, <laughs> I am going. With Tony, and I'm going to tell you why. You, why you, really you're breaking quick. up, Mike. I don't think we can hear the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can't hear anything you're saying right now, uh, but thanks for calling in. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I know you're an intelligent You raised an intelligent kid. He has to know that Tony is up to always some sort of fanatic. So He's if, right about that. That is true. He's telling me that there's a trap. There's a trap in this. So I'm sorry. I'm sure you saw a wonderful kid, but I'll I'll tell him that as we're visiting him in the hospital tonight for a concussion. <laughs> but thanks for the input. That's really yeah, great. Thank you for Thoughtful. having me on. Oh, our pleasure, Mike. Always let's, great to talk with let's you. Let's do it again when uh, when things are back to normal. We'd love to come come sit with us one day and have some fun. Oh with yeah, us. that'd be fun. It would be my honor. Cool. Be my All honor. right. So I'll talk to you soon, Mike. Thanks, man. Thanks, Mike. Love you, brother. Love you, too. Sorry to Barbara. Thanks. Bye. All right. There you go. Bye. Mike Kaplan. Our apologies for, uh, you know, the, 
the the audio issues, but I think we were getting everything he was uh, everything he was saying. Yeah, it almost ended up being perfect. Like we wouldn't hear anything, and then we hear underwear. <laughs> uh, let me just check out some uh, uh, just real quick. Uh, Taz Taz says it is foolish to fool. It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who who died. Rather, we should thank God that such men lived. General Patton said that. That's a great statement. I love that. Uh, Gina Conjemi Coffin, great job. Love seeing Andy behind the man. Whoa. Um, I think she's picturing Andy naked. <laughs> uh, and Danielle Asher, she relates to that. She relates to what Mike was saying, you know, through illness and death, you know, as, yeah, as we mentioned. Um, all right. So um, real quick, just want to let you know that Governor's Comedy Clubs will, op- you know, when they're allowed to reopen, um, they're gonna. They're taking already taking measures uh, to be safe and to uh, um, embrace the social distancing laws. Uh, and of course, we um, uh, here at Govs Radio we're offering free support to uh, local businesses that are businesses that are open during this crazy time, such as One with Life Organic uh, Tequila, All Music in Plainview, and of course Roslyn Social. Uh, they're all open. They're all doing great things, so go check them out. And, of course, don't forget Teespring, where you can order your Govs Radio swag. And, of course, uh, you have the you know the contest where you post, send us your picture of yourself with the Govs Radio swag. You could win uh, passes to governors when they open back up. Uh, all right. So we thank you guys for hanging out with us today. You had a great show. Thank you, Andy Plajanos. Thank you, DJ D-Love. Thank you, Michael Kaplan. Uh, this really, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I thought it was a great show. Uh, Other ha- than the audio, I don't know why it's all <laughs> yeah. staticky. Uh, yes, even uh, Andy Plagiano says, what a great dude that Michael was. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Jeff Bosey's watching. Hi, Jeff. Uh, everybody have a great day. Enjoy your Memorial Day. Hope you all have a safe, happy day. I uh, hope you're all healthy and sane. Sally and I are back here tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, it's Tuesday trivia tomorrow. Trivia Tuesday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Thursday, we have um, Eric Haft joining us on the screen. Comedian Eric Haft. He's hilarious. Uh, and we are still working on... Uh, we may have somebody lined up for Friday, but not definitely yet. But we will. Of course we will. Uh, everybody have a great day. Have Happy Memorial Day. And Sally and I will see you tomorrow. What's, so Today what's we tonight? have uh, uh, Tim uh, Saliani for uh, Quarantine. Oh, nice. And, uh, <clears throat> Is there yeah, Steve Square tonight? tonight? Uh, yeah, there's Steve, Steve Square tonight. Steve Square at 6.30. And Jam at, at 8, right? Jam at 8. So there you go. Tim Saliani, Quarantine Life at 2. Uh, Steve Squared at 6.30. Jam at 8 o'clock with our favorite Joe DeJesu cranking out the tunes. Keep it locked to GovsRadio.com. See you tomorrow, everybody. Thanks.